Uh, well, we don't need any music. We do this without music. Actually, it's, it's the uh, ac- acoustics only or the uh, acapella version of the Lee Brothers, which is very you interesting. to give music to the background because I can do it. You can. That's exactly right. That's right. All right, so, so here's what's coming up. Uh, the protesters uh, want to get back to life, and the left says no. Now, why? Why does the left say no? And AOC and The View still thinks the virus is racist. And <laughs> I know, that's right. And what, what power does the governor have to restrict our life? We'll ask Delegate Kurt Cox. All that coming up this hour. Lee Brothers, Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, and yes, radio, as the founding fathers intended, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. Excuse the the minor technical difficulties we may experience some today. It's practice to show us what technical difficulties are all about. So, <laughs> it's the coronavirus. You know, and so many Snuck things are the- racist, and we're going to point them out for you today. Um, Apparently, the uh, Lando Lakes butter has been racist for 100 years, and 100 we didn't know years, it. And we did not know it. There was an Indian on the label. right over it. <laughs> skipped. I was buying Lando Lakes butter all this time. I did not realize how racist it was. I threw all mine away. I said, I can't eat that racist, can't eat racist crap anymore, butter. even though I had four packages in the refrigerator. All right, coming up at 5, the uh, Norfolk police have a new transgender policy. You, won't, you just will not believe this. I can't wait to, uh, to read the policy for you. The new tra- there's, by the way, there's no new policy for the heterosexuals or for the cisgender, whatever that means. But there is a policy for transgender. Cisgender? Yes. Well, that's right. We talked about that. Yeah, we did. So um, that's coming up at 5, and Biden has a new virus that's going around. He's talking about this new virus that's attacking everybody. Uh, he came up with it this week. We'll share that with you. All right, phone lines are open, 454-1366. He was diagnosed with the Moronavirus. Uh, I don't ago. think that's his virus. He has something else. No, going he on. has a new one that he's announced that uh, yeah. it's a COVID virus. It is COVID. There's so many different types, and they, they run the gamut of numbers, I guess. They must, uh, according to Joe. All right, up and running, 454-1366. Hey, at 430, uh, Delegate Kirk Cox is going to join us and talk about the budget, the veto session coming up, but more importantly, um, uh, the uh, – the, the, the power of the governor, the power of the governor to restrict you. And so we got to talk about that at 430. And, and honestly, I am a huge fan of politics. Richard and I uh, are, love politics, everything about it, love to debate it, love to, to get in, engaged in this marketplace we call ideas. Um, we believe that, um, that that's where they can happen and they're safe. And, and a good argument politically is great, but is everything really have to be Political? Why is it that the stay-at-home order and the people who disagree with it is so divided among political lines? Are there nobody on the left who thinks that we've gone too far here? Is there no one on the right who 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 thinks that we don't need we need to go further? It's an interesting line, and I and I really am wondering. It's a it's a challenge for us. In the world of politics, how is it that no one showed up in Richmond or in Raleigh or in um, 
the other big place that had this rally that Mitchell Madcow was all upset about. How, how come they're labeled as right-wing part? Here's Rachel Madcow. Here's what she said about it. Tea Party-esque Trump-supporting protesters. What? They demonstrated both in Kentucky and in the great state of Michigan against the stay-at-home orders that are in place in those states as well. These, were, these are doubling as sort of Trump rallies and we don't believe in the coronavirus rallies. So the people rallying don't believe in the coronavirus? Are, are you in... This is now political. Why can't they a make common it political people... so they can point fingers at Trump and his administration for literally everything under the sun? You know, you and I have talked to a lot of people about this whole shutdown yes, and stay at home. And I don't remember ever someone saying it's all I'm a Trump rally. It's going to a Trump. Rally. No, people are upset that they're being locked down. And, and here's the deal. Here's what's interesting. And and, and four five four thirteen sixty six. How is it that we stupid serfs and peasants can be can be allowed to figure out how to navigate Lowe's, Walmart, and every stinking grocery store in America, but can't be trusted to do the same at work? They even shut down car washes. They shut down car washes. They they've opened back up again. Some have, but initially they shut them down. How is it? That us serfs and peasants that the government likes to pat on the head. Don't worry, we got this, you little serf. You can't be trusted at work, but we're going to funnel you all into one grocery store in the corner, and we can trust you there. See, this is what makes everybody mad. This is why we're frustrated. Wait a minute. You should trust the American people to take care of themselves. They know what's right and wrong here. Absolutely. They're worried about obesity in America, yet they shut everything down except the grocery store. <laughs> I mean, people don't have anything to do but sit at home and eat. You can go into Lowe's and buy anything you want. Uh, you can go into a Wawa station and get whatever you want. If you can you know, be trusted, is, if you can be trusted in these places. Yeah, if you're worried about the virus, there's 30 people standing in a Wawa getting a sandwich made. I mean, if right. someone's going to spread the virus, it's going to get spread there. Then they come out and they say one in four Americans have... How in the name of all that is sacred can they predict one in four Americans have the coronavirus? If they what do, a, what if, a if load that's true. of horse dung. That's, that can't be. But if it's true, then the death rate's really low. Then we've all got Think about it. Think about it. If that's true, the death rate is like nothing. Right. I mean, then it's like really not an issue. A quarter of Americans have it. If you've been to the grocery store or Lowe's, or anywhere like that, and that's true, then you've walked by, every fourth person you walk by potentially has the coronavirus. And that, that's not that's not accurate at all. all right, I mean, so, I think staying home is a good idea. I'm staying home. Well, see, but, that's the freedom we should have. If you're worried, you stay home. If you think you're at risk, you stay home. Right. Except there's a dividing line here I can't figure out. I, I, I say I can't figure it out. I know. The left loves control. Ralph Northam is almost smiling, thinking he has control over you and what you're doing. That's what's unbelievable. I agree. And the left loves it. And, and it's interesting how this debate goes like it does. How is it that the debate is such along party lines with this? I mean, How is it some stores are open and others aren't? I mean, Lowe's is open. Home Depot is open. People are okay All there. All the grocery stores are open. They're walking through the lines there. The Dollar Tree is open. Yep. So, so I mean, 
here navigating uh, navigator research polling was on a uh, one of the big liberal blogs this week was talking about how no one believes that we're we need to relax social distancing. Nobody believes that. So here's the dividing line. According to this poll, 3% of Democrats think it's time to relax social distancing compared to 70% of Republicans. Now, no one's suggesting that we go hug everybody, but there's got to be there's got to be a, a, a balance. And I'm surprised that the Democrats don't have a balance. The Democrats' balance is full-fledged, lock it down, you can't go anywhere by the force of government. Yet there, there are plenty of level-headed people who look at this crisis and go, this is taking it too far. We have 7,500 people in Virginia that have the coronavirus. 1,700. Or I'm sorry, 7,500. 7,500. If 7,500 people who got the coronavirus died and we had 7,500 deaths, then this is what we would be doing. We'd be locking down everyone. But that's not the case. It's not a death sentence. All people are saying by marching on Richmond, by marching in Kentucky and uh, in Raleigh, are saying this has gone too far. Our livelihoods are at risk. We're putting other things at risk, including our very country. Is there not a balance? And according to the left, no. There is no balance. It's the government will mandate this upon you forever because we have the power to do so. And then there's the other side saying, hey, I'm pretty good at taking care of myself. I know about social distancing. Why is there politics in this? All right, coming up, we'll play Joy Behart on The View. She has a view, believe it or not, about this and how the uh, the virus now has caused people to go even further by saying, call the police on your neighbor if they're not social distancing. This is not going too far? Yeah, right. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. Richmond's conservative compass, the Lee Your Brothers, on 820 WNTW. Of school girl fantasy, she wants me so badly, knows what she wants to be inside her. Starting Monday, April 20th, the Chris Plant Show will move to weekdays at noon. No need to rush through your midday. Just join one of the fastest-growing talk radio shows in the nation. Chris will also be heard weeknights at 10 p.m. Starting Monday, April 20th, live at 9 p.m., the Dan Bongino Show joins the lineup of 92.7 FM and 8.20 AM. Dan is a former Secret Service agent, New York City police officer, and New York Times best-selling author. 454-1366, Lee Brothers, up and running live just outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth. So I, I just don't understand how, how they're... Only the people on the right or conservatives or even Republicans want less of the shutdown. And the Democrats on the left want more, or at least the status quo. Why is that? What is going on that it's such a dividing line? Do the, does the left and the Democrats don't care about this, about families eating and working in the, the economy? Way it's politicized, they want to blame it on Donald Trump with an election coming up. Think about it. If, if, if we're still in the middle of this, when the election comes, they're going to do everything in their power to scream 
from the tops of the mountains. I mean, they're going to scream that this is all Donald Trump's fault. Especially if Donald Trump is able to lift some of these stay-at-home orders and then more people become sick. That is why the people like Joy Behar and uh, Mad Cow, they see, and many on the left, see an opportunity here. If, if it's lifted and I was against it, you see, I care more about people than he does. That's the argument. And the left also loves power. They absolutely love this idea that Ralph Northam can stand there and tell everyone, nope, you can't go to work, but you can go to Lowe's on your own, but you can't work. You can't be trusted at work, but you can be trusted at Lowe's. Joy Blowhart, I mean, Bayhart drives me nuts. I can't stand that woman. Well, well, wait till you hear her. And I can't stand Rachel Madcow either. Here's uh, Joy this week talking about this idea of lifting and the protesters, by the way. So, Joy, you have questions you you uh, <laughs> wanted to ask the protesters? Like what? This wasn't rehearsed. Well, I'd like to ask them if they're willing to sign away their right to treatment if and when they get infected. Okay, they should sign, sign away their right to support their families, to, you know, you see what's take going care on. of their house payments, their car payments, insurance payments, their kids. Um, and if they get sick, they need to sign away their rights to health care. Joy, what do you think these protesters are doing? Do you think they want dead, sick people everywhere? This is the problem with the left. They can't even think through anything. I, all Joy's mad at is that someone wants to lower the, uh, the, the stay-at-home orders or be more free. Be more free. And Joy says, okay, then you sign the waiver. You can't use a ventilator. You people. There is no waiver, number one. Well, number well, two, of course not. But number just, two, they have ventilators stacking up in different areas now because people are coming off of them, and they're not needing them as much. Right. We didn't need as many as well, we thought Of course, we the would. news is not going to report that because all of this is Donald Trump's fault. If they report that, they'll have to say, well, Donald Trump made this happen. Joy Behart cannot figure out why the American public is disgusted when a king tells them what to do. She just can't fathom it. And she actually thinks that by you being out in public, that you are actually set out to harm people. Now, there's no argument with someone like Joy. There isn't. But I can always go back to something that the founders always said. And, you know, none of them added additional language that says that every God-given right they highlight in the Bill of Rights suddenly goes away when a disease shows up. They didn't say that in an event of a national emergency, an elected official can put a crown on his head and rule by fiat. The founders even put in framework that opened an avenue for heavy consequences if a dictator did that. Called could, the Second I could, Amendment. I could argue with Joey Behart. No, no. My point is that she's not arguable. You cannot make headway with her. Oh, I know. I know you can't get anywhere with her, but I would. Uh, sure. I would love to take her on for about an hour. Now, Joy, think about Maybe this. Two. And I would say this to all the leftists and, and the Democrats, regardless of how you feel about people wanting to get back to work. This is still the land of the free. And the last I checked, it's also the home of the brave. Hell, I want to get back to work and I'm retired. <laughs> I mean, it's home of the brave. Cowering in our homes and hoping someone else saves us is not what we do in this nation. I mean, you shouldn't be surprised that people are wanting to ignore orders from a dictator. 
You shouldn't. And I mean, it's frustrating for people to be in this environment, but for you to mock them and to claim they want more dead people or to claim they don't, as as uh, Mad Cow said, are, are, are coronavirus uh, deniers is absurd. But this is such an easy line for the left to draw. The right hates people. They want to kill people with the virus. The left, you see, we're caring people. We want to shut down and destroy the American economy because we care more and we want Trump to lose. <laughs> That's the other side of this. I think entirely. they should come up with a test kit that they sell in convenience stores. I mean, you get a pregnancy test kit at the Dollar Tree, for crying out loud. Uh, you can get all kinds of test kits at the, at sure. the pharmacies and, and at the convenience stores. Yep. So they should have a COVID-19 or COVID-9 now that that uh, we've learned there is yet another one from from uh, the big guy, the uh, Biden, the O Biden man. But anyway, there should be a test kit you can buy in a in. They're working on that in and, a convenience. And, and there's store. some that take effect in less than ten minutes, which would be phenomenal. But the left, the left is even blaming the weather on this. I mean, seriously, this is Governor uh, Whitmer. They're blaming the environment. Governor Whitmore from Michigan said this about the lockdown, which, by the way, in Michigan is brutal and over the top. Here's what Governor Whitmer said. You know, up to 30 inches in the Upper Peninsula. The fact that we're cracking down on people traveling between homes or planting or um, landscaping or golfing really for oh a couple my. more weeks isn't going to meaningfully impact people's ability to do it because the snow will do that in and of itself. Oh, you cute little surfing peasant. Let me just pat you on the head. It's snowing anyway. You don't want to go there. We'll decide that for you. This, That's you can if the left can't see why the American people are outraged by this, then they truly are dictator and little baby tyrants. It's all about control. So now what? What happens now? Exactly. All right, what coming up. Then? Why are we having our neighbors call the police on each other? I just, I am disgusted by this. <laughs> what are we creating ourselves to be? This is very frustrating. And your phone calls, 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. shaming oh yeah if your neighbor's not going to comply with governor ralphie boy how dare him they're gonna your neighbor's been told now to online shame you we will hear from people who online shame you and we will come to your house take your weapons people are saying take a picture of these people who aren't participating in the governor dictates (laughs) and shame them online there's something wrong with those words together. Governor's dictates. There's just something seriously wrong there. Is this not what are we what are we coming to personally as people? We are now told to look at everybody not as a human being, but as a virus. And a potential virus. And wear your mask. I'll tell you, man, if if the bank robbers really wanted to 
make some hay <laughs> while the know, sun's shining. I, I mean, you know what I mean? They're wearing masks anyway. They're going to walk in with a mask and go up and give the girl a note. Yeah, who was it? It was I mean, that masked man. Well, they're all masked. Yeah. Okay. Who was that masked man? Got it. He was the bank robber. Police thy neighbor. That's what's happening in our country now. So we're going to the quarantine shaming. One quote is, I have a suggestion. If you see such behaviors, as mentioned uh, by not uh, separating, why not take p- photos and videos of the offenders? <laughs> That's, you, that is pathetic. You need to report them when this is happening because that just means another month of us to be indoors. You know, it used to be that in crisis situations, we would take those who are sick and quarantine them. It seems now that we're not just quarantining the sick. We're quarantining everybody. And I know it's hard because we don't know who has it. But here's what we're doing. We're shutting down the very engine that makes possible the ability to fix this. If you want to fix the coronavirus and find a cure, you don't destroy the country. We've got to find the balance. All right, coming up, we need to discuss the balance that government has here in Virginia. How is it that the governor can just take away your freedoms? Isn't there a a balance that he has to follow? Does he have the power to do this without the General Assembly, to just step in? He's a Democratic governor. He has the power to do whatever he wants. That's a good point. He's running under Obama rules. Right. So coming up, we're going to ask Delegate Kirk Cox, does the governor have unlimited power to restrict the freedom of Virginians? And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Justice in the American way. And that's just Richard. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. Just after 432, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes my far left is Richard Lee. All right, so um, check us out, 927FM820AM.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. A couple of hilarious cartoons that I think uh, you probably need during this crisis make you smile. The interesting thing about cartoons is that uh, they're based in truth. And you'll see that at 927FM820AM.com. You'll see that by clicking on the Lee Brothers and, uh, and the... A very funny Obama endorsement commercial of Joe Biden. 92.7 FM, 820 AM.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Does the governor of the Commonwealth, Ralphie Northam, have the ability to shut you down? And does he have the ability to sign a budget that's like a 20% increase over last one? I I think it's astonishing. Helping me figure this out, the Lee Brothers is a, um, well, I was going to say friend, but I think that might ruin his reputation. Delegate Kirk Cox. Delegate? Hey, Scott and Richard, great to be with you. And you are a friend, so it helps my reputation probably. <laughs> I don't think so, but I appreciate it. Now, we consider you uh, a friend also and a friend of liberty, if I may say. Uh, and I'm not just trying to 
make a nice little punchline. I actually believe that, and that's why I wanted to have you on. Because I'm wondering if, and I, I haven't had a chance to talk to you about this, but I'm, I'm wondering if you kind of feel the same way I do. I see the governor with an executive action, you know, 53, whatever the thing is, executive order, and uh, it limits us. It, it tells the people of Virginia what we can do and what we can't do. I'm uncomfortable with that. Even with the situation, Delegate, I, I know it's it's an emergency situation, but should the General Assembly be more involved in these kind of decisions, or does the governor have just a free reign here? I feel like he's doing whatever he wants, and we don't have a say. Well, I do think that the General Assembly should be more involved. There's no question about that. We're a co-equal branch of government. Our Constitution's interesting. It was last amended in 72. It's fairly vague, Scott, on emergency powers. It obviously has probably some of the ones you suspect about commander-in-chief. Right. He is actually statutorily uh, getting a lot of his powers from Title 44 and 32. One's the constitutional, excuse me, one is the Emergency Management Act, and one deals with a lot of health care, various issues. But he has certainly stretched it up to the line. And I do think that, uh, I'll give you an example, coming up in this veto session, he's asked for even more budgetary power. And I think, you know, finally we're back in. We need to reject that. I'll give you an example. Uh, his One of his amendments has Bill 30, and that's the big bill. Uh, it's actually Amendment 138. We actually limit the governor in the budget as far as his spending authority goes. Um, and what we basically say are even his sort of rearranging the budget. So what that basically says is the governor cannot basically cut any or reallocate any program more than 15 percent. And uh, and it's very so – for example, VCU would be a – category, so he can't cut VCU by more than 15%. And within that, massive cancer is a part of VCU. He can only cut them proportionally. He's actually asking for that provision to, to go be waived. away. Yeah, so he can have more leeway. We basically give him the ability to go in, frankly, for any item in the budget he likes or dislikes and zero it out, basically, as far as authority goes. That type of thing, you know, I'm hoping, certainly I'm opposed to, I hope the Democrats Will well, that that has to the be against. The, needs to step up. Right, that's got to be against the Constitution of Virginia. I mean, it, the governor well, doesn't the set is, the budget. I mean, or, or the spending that is. Well, here's the problem: if we basically give him the, if we basically overrule ourselves, if we take away, right, you know, it's been a prohibition in the budget forever. He can do it, and so. And by uh, the way, the people, because if he if he goes around you, you're you're representing the people, and he goes and and therefore that it, it negates us. No question. Absolutely no question. So I think those there there's another item in there dealing with capital projects, which gives them much more authority to halt them without consulting the General Assembly, which is what the current process is. The current process is very good in Part 4. basically says if you want to do any of these things to go beyond your authority, you have to notify the leadership of the General Assembly – and basically call call a special session. Exactly. And then we specifically, the legislative branch has to give you the authority. And I think that's very, very important. We're going to have a special session anyway, Scott, because with basically him putting 80-some items basically on hold uh, in House Bill 30, 
you, you got to come back and obviously deal with those. And frankly, we don't really even know what our revenues are, so we're going to have to have a special session regardless. Well, that I session – I'm sorry, go ahead. I would hope in that special session he would certainly involve the legislative branch more and ask for more, you know, obviously concurrence of the legislative branch. I think you know Republicans have, both on the Senate side and the House side, written him – you know, separate letters basically saying, you know, we need to be a part of the process. We've been around a long time. We know what's going on. We have, we think we have some very good ideas to help reopen business. Right. And, you know, you need to consult us. I would hope not, so. You know, I would hope so. And you know, I, the reason not, I say that, yeah, the reason I say I hope so is because I really believe that many Virginians across the state feel unrepresented here. It's like the king steps up to the podium and dictates things. And, and the only the outcome usually has been that the Virginia citizens go to their House of Delegates member or their state senator who lives in their neighborhood, which is a brilliant system, it's Jefferson's idea, and uh, and then have recourse. There is none here. Unless you guys get involved, delegate, and, and demand to be involved, then the people don't have a voice here. No, I, I don't disagree. I think the legislative branch, and I think you said it fairly well. I mean, the dilemma is, though, that in a – and this is where we're going to have to look at you know, maybe even, you know, how we do business in Virginia. Uh, with a part-time legislature, we're not in session. And so, you know, I think... It's an emergency, that, though. Yeah, I agree, but it poses difficulties, uh, and that's why he needs to call a special session. You know, and, and I'll give the governor credit. He does a good job every Monday and Wednesday of informing us uh, and leading us to ask questions. But to your point, it is basically telling us what he's doing and explaining it. Right. It's not a co-equal branch having input like we should. And I think that's that's the big fault. Okay. And here's a good example. I mean, extending for two weeks, you know, obviously executive with businesses with no plan to go forward. Uh, I mean, at the very least, I mean, use the phase and approach the federal government has recommended, you know, depending on where you're at, treat different regions of the state differently. Correct. So, so I, I do think that, you know, the legislature certainly needs to be consulted more. So let me get your take real quick on the uh, sure. to, on the budget, because I think it's outrageous that, or really an example of how bad this budget is. If it's full of stuff that must be removed, if if the economy is the way it is, isn't that a, a, a complete slap in the face of the governor, or the Democrats, to have things in a budget like, uh oh, we better get it out of there because uh, we either can't afford it or it's bad for business. If it was bad for business now, wasn't it bad for business then? Yeah, minimum wage, collective bargaining, right. uh, you know, all those types of things, which were built standalone bills to pass that you had to basically account for in the budget. You're right. I mean, he delayed by four months some of those bills. That's that's tokenism, let's be candid. I mean, I guess you could say it's better than nothing. It's not much better than nothing. But if you, to your point, if you're saying – that we should delay those for four months. What you're admitting is they hurt the economy and they hurt business. So if you're going to do that, why didn't you veto them? Uh, they, they obviously, you know, are going to hurt this economy greatly. And there are probably, gosh, there are dozens of those bills that passed this year um, that, you know, have a going to have a real detrimental effect when this economy does start to come back around again. We've built in some real, unfortunate, terrible barriers. Yeah, uh, no doubt about it. Hi, Delegate. This is Richard. Can I ask you a quick question? Sure. Hey, Richard. Hi. Can you tell us what you expect in the veto session? Well, it's a good question. I mean, the veto session, uh, you know, 
you can only deal specifically with governor's vetoes and amendments. The Constitution doesn't allow you to do right. anything. So you can't do anything proactively. I would say with the budget, uh, I particularly there are three or four language amendments I cited that I particularly think we need to say no to. Uh, I think besides that, frankly, it's, it's an on-hold budget. What he has done, and this is not this part, he's probably taken 80 spending items and frozen them. Uh, I'm certainly for freezing a lot of that stuff because it's bad stuff. Does that change I everything, think, though? Doesn't that change everything, the whole budget? and every, I mean, it's more than just a veto session at this point. Well, what it does basically is it puts all the new spending on hold. The, frankly, the big session is going to be not the veto session. The big session is going to be when we come back in uh, in September, which we're going to have to do, not September, but sometime when we go into special session. That's when the big, big decisions are going to have to be made because obviously this basically just freezes everything. This doesn't take some of the action we're going to have to take on a more permanent basis. Right. So, uh, you know, literally two-thirds of these amendments are – Nothing more than unallotting discretionary spending. Good. Um, I mean, it's yeah, not, I mean, it's I, I ridiculous. I, I don't disagree with you at all. Uh, I mean, they're probably you know, in, but when we come back, you know, I'm going to be for basically unallotting almost all that stuff. There are one or two I like. I, I've said that in the past. Sure. I think tuition moderation, where we you know have colleges freeze tuition. I'm telling you, if we don't do that in September. Uh, you know, you can't have colleges going up by 10 and 13 percent on their college tuition. They need to find efficiencies. And I do not think with their endowments, by the way. They have massive endowments, too. It's ridiculous. So, so I do think there's some I wrote another tour the other day about the online Virginia network, which is mm-hmm. a platform that every college should be using, not coming with their own online uh, things. I think those types of things we need to enhance. But there are very few things like that. Most of the spending needs to go away. So what about this? Uh, what about this idea? of you guys meeting outdoors. <laughs> I mean, is that really going to happen? You're gonna be are you going to be six feet apart? <laughs> six feet apart, outdoors with masks well, on? We, yeah, we are going to meet outdoors. I find that that was an interesting decision. Thank goodness we're not going to – I don't think we're going to remote voting. I mean, there were some rumors we were going to meet outdoors and then pass a rule that we're voting remotely. I'm, I'm against remote voting, period. Right. And, and, I, and I think the more – bigger decision is going to be in the special session, uh, you know, are we going to do remote voting, which I certainly hope does not happen. You can't debate properly. You can't uh, – right. you just can't do our constitutional, I think, duties properly. I so, agree with you. Th- I just think uh, it's funny that you're outside. Can I come and watch? I guess we could if you're outside, you, right? Is I, it I a spectator it's, sport? <laughs> hey, you can come watch me. Just uh, make sure now you're six feet away from me. <laughs> <laughs> We're dangerous. Delegate, thank you. Always, always thank a pleasure talking with you, and, and thank you for fighting the battle. We need you. You, you guys are great. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Yep, thank, thank you, you sir. Too. That is Delegate Kirk Cox. A truly a great American. All right, your phone calls are next, 454-1366. Four, I don't feel much better, really. I mean, I, I'm glad he's there, but. Uh, he's awesome. He is. He's good. But man, we need to get a hold of this governor. Need four, him five, in the ma- Need him in the mansion. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers ninety two point seven FM and eight twenty WNTW. Lee and Lee, the trial lawyers of Political Talk Radio, the Lee Brothers on eight twenty WNTW. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Four five four thirteen sixty six. What number is that? 
You know this. <laughs> Why did I just want to? I just I almost, stopped you, did I almost track. reached out. 454-1366. That's right. All right, so the. Uh, you almost reached out for what? This virus is causing people to get angry. And you know what? I, I like Delegate Kirk Cox because of all people, here's a guy that understands that the voice of the people is, is, is the General Assembly. It's yeah. not this king that lives in the mansion in, in uh, downtown Richmond. That's why he's been a, right been with the General Assembly for a very long time. And hopefully for a very long time further and be governor one day soon. It is hopefully. my hope. He would be a phenomenal governor. It, it, about that. it is my hope that we can rein in the governor. I mean, th- you're not a dictator. Rein in this governor? Yes. That's my hope. This nope. is the guy who wore blackface and a pointy hat, and we're going to no, rein him in. Well, I think he wrote. It was one or the other. Him Wreck it, Ralph, and we're going to rein him in. It was. It was one or the other. I think it was the pointy hat. Maybe Wild it was both. Horses Maybe it was both. Couldn't rein him Maybe, in. That's true. Good point. But you know, we're learning more and more that this virus apparently is racist. It's attacking people of color, and um, of color. I love that it's one. The racist virus. It's. Uh, so, not the first one of its kind, apparently. <laughs> there are other racist virus. Apparently, that they're out there attacking a certain race of people. On the View this week, this this Sunny Holston, she is a horrible human being. Here's what she says as she's as she's interviewing AOC. How you really feel from from Queens, uh, Congresswoman? You know the Surgeon General suggested. Okay, first of all, let me remind you: the Surgeon General is a black man. Okay, that's what I want you to think about as you're hearing this diatribe. This is ridiculous. Listen to this. Uh, Congresswoman, you know, the Surgeon General suggested last week that African-Americans and Latinos should step up. How did she do her voice like that? How did you, Latino. How do you do that? That African-Americans and Latinos should step up. That's an amazing African-Americans and Latinos. Is there, is there a way you say African-Americans that? African-Americans and Latinos should step up. <laughs> That's actually Korea. I think she did it on purpose. I'm just there's no way oh, I think so too. There's yeah. no way Latino and African American can sound any different. I mean, maybe she should is there is there a is there a, a slang way of presenting African American? I mean, it's absurd. I don't think so. It's absurd. She continues. Step up and stop behaviors like drinking and smoking to help curb the spread of coronavirus in their communities. And I thought his comments reinforced the notion uh, that personal responsibility is to blame for the racial health disparity um, rather than systemic racism. What? What did you make of, of that? So here's what she's saying. The Surgeon General says, watch your behavior in the black community. And this woman, this, this woman from The View, Sonny Holston, actually says he actually thinks it's behavior when we really know it's systemic racism. What? You are out of here. So the virus knows about systemic racism, and it's going around going, there's been systemic racism in America, so we're going to attack the black community? Is this the most ignorant of things you've heard? The virus is just flying through the air, searching for the blacks and the Latinos, (laughs) and trying to infect them. That was good. And uh, I guess the virus is hanging out at the ABC stores, claiming it's easier to infect black and blacks black. and Latinos at the ABC store. I mean, remind you that the Surgeon General is a black man saying that the reason the communities are getting sick is their behavior, and she thinks that's racist. So, he, you want to hear what AOC says? 
This is the fun part. I You're, can't wait. Now, remember, she asked, well, we'll just rewind it a bit. Remember how she ends the question? She's elated. Demic racism. Oh. What did you make of, of that? I completely agree. Um, it's it's so funny how this pandemic was when it was impacting when we when it was impacting the elderly, when it was impacting um, all sorts of people. We didn't talk about personal responsibility. We only started we talking did? about. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, we, we did. Absolutely did. Yes, we did. Are you insane? Of course, we did. That was the first thing. Wash your hands. Twenty seconds in hot water with soap quarantine water. yourself. Unbelievable. Voluntarily quarantine. Is this woman lost her mind? Wash your hands for at least 20 seconds, at least 20 times a day. You know, if there's no skin there, just keep washing (laughs) the bone. Wash that bone. So here she continues. Um, All sorts of people. We didn't talk about personal responsibility. We only started talking about, uh, you know, taking personal responsibility over contracting coronavirus uh, when we started talking about black Americans contracting it at a higher rate. Um, Obviously, there are certain things we can do to make sure that pre-existing conditions uh, don't exist, but ultimately, it's inequity. That's the pre-existing condition. That's it. It's inequity. It's inequity. The virus knew you were poor. It the chased virus, you down. You have no money. We're going to infect you. The virus is sailing through lower-income housing. Except white people, apparently. Except white apparently. people. Apparently. It's if a racist virus. If it comes a house of white folks, it moves on. Yeah, and if they're poor, even if they're poor white people, it moves there on. There goes the virus. There goes the virus. <laughs> As it yells over its shoulder, I'm looking for blacks and Latinos. Latinos. See, even the virus can speak that way. I don't even know how to deal with this kind of idiocy. But these two people actually would think you, they're smart and they're on TV. You think, you and one's would, a congressman, by the way. You would hear anything different from the uh, lady from Queens? She moved into Queens probably because she thought there was a lot of Queens. No, there. she was a bartender there. Yeah. All right. Your phone now call. she's a congresswoman, Congress. congressman. Thank you. Your phone calls next four five four thirteen sixty six Lee Brothers ninety two point seven FM eight twenty WNTW. hundred years. I can't believe how racist Lando Lake's butter has been. And I missed it. I missed how racist they were. I, you know, I thought it honored, you know, Native Americans. I thought it didn't say anywhere on the front, like, eat some butter an Indian made. I mean, it It has a picture. It honored its land of lakes. If a, if a Native American 200 years ago rode up on his pony and looked down a hill and saw lakes everywhere he'd go mm, land of lakes <laughs> and they said let's let's make butter let's make and butter. call it land of lakes so let me just get this straight if i can figure this out so for a hundred years this has been the logo on the land of lakes butter an indian woman holding the i guess she's holding butter and this is has been all these years for 99 years it wasn't racist 
for the last year as radically racist, which I can't understand because I think we lost the idea of what the definition of racist means. Just because I have a picture of an Indian on something doesn't mean that you believe one race is more advanced or better than another. Is, <laughs> is an Indian head penny racist? Yeah, good point. You know, is it is uh, the, the of course the Washington Redskins are, are racist because they've been saying that for years, and you know the Indians that came to the game they all said you know what we're cool with that we like it we so, like it a lot and I bet you I could find some Native Americans some Indians who don't that would say Land of Lakes. I bought We're it. We're ticked because you honored us by exactly. putting. Exactly. They bought it because they had an Putting Indian a brave on the front. Uh, Lando Lake says, we recognize we need packaging that reflects the foundation and heart of our company. So what are they going to do? Put a pilgrim on there? <laughs> what is They're the going to come out and say, that's racist. There's a white guy with a funny hat. PC culture is run amok. All right, coming up. Norfolk police, speaking of PC culture, have a new transgender policy in Norfolk, Virginia. We'll share that with you next. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Obama, while endorsing Biden, slams Republicans. We got the clip. It is astonishing. That's Obama, not your mama. And and Biden, by the way, says there's a new virus. It's a new threat. COVID-9, apparently. We weren't aware of it. Didn't know it existed. We'll share that with you. Must be a 10, 11, a 12, and so forth. And the Norfolk Police Department has a new transgender policy. Oh, goody. I can't wait to hear that is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this beautiful Friday. It's uh, going to be a little rainy tomorrow, but Sunday is going to be a gorgeous day. And starting Monday, April 20th, the Chris Plant Show will move to weekdays at noon. No need to rush through your middays. And starting Monday, April 20th, Live at 9 p.m., the Dan Bongino. Bon, Bongino. Bongino. Bon, good dude. I can't He's a I good keep dude. pronouncing it Bongingo like it's Boingo, but it's Bongino. He's mm-hmm. a good guy, and you'll like him a lot. And his show <laughs> joins the lineup of 92.7 FM and 8.20 a.m., 9 p.m. on Monday, April 20th. All right, so 454-1366, phone lines are open, 454 454- 1366 there during the week we get bombarded with different articles and things that happen across the commonwealth of virginia because we're we're passionate we care about virginia the home of jefferson madison patrick henry george washington george mason the 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 ideas of liberty are rooted here we care about virginia so when we see stories that make us look stupid and silly and ridiculous they're probably right (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna bring them to you Norfolk Police Department has made a historic leap. And we're so proud of them. We're proud of them. I can't can't tell you. So true. It brought tears to my eyes. It's historic. I mean, for 400 years, apparently, they've been doing it wrong. 
But then I started. Stop laughing. So, Yeah. The Norfolk uh, Police Department has a historic leap towards equality and fairness. I'm sorry. I thought they always were for that. But apparently not until this week. They decided to be for, what's the perfect words? Equality and fairness within the LGBTQ community. They're the first ones that have a transgender policy. I don't think they have a heterosexual policy. I don't think they have a, is the word cisgender I'm learning now? I don't know if they have a cisgender policy, but they have a transgender policy because they're such a large portion of the, they're like .001%, except we have a transgender delegate, so that makes the stats look different. But they're, they're so rare. Yet Norfolk is bent over backwards to show that there is equality and fairness involved. Now, when you hear something like this, the first thing that I think of is how bad were they treating people? That they have to have a policy? I bet you there's a director of inclusion in the police department that drew this thing up. Well, the police chief says this. I'm excited to be the first law enforcement agency in Virginia to implement this incredibly asinine policy. <laughs> Wait a minute. The that word was asinine? Chief Larry D. Boone. Well, I... Okay, you added asinine. I, 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 I can't say it's a quote because I did edit it just a hair, but it is an incredibly asinine policy. Of course it is. It has nothing to do with law enforcement, whether you're gay, straight, if you act like a woman and dress like a man. I don't... Has nothing to do with it now, something part of law enforcement I'm missing here? He did say this. What makes this even more special mm. is that it was created in collaboration with our very own officers and Norfolk's LGBTQ plus community. I can't give you a better example of building trust and legitimacy. You know, I would have loved to have been a fly, a fly on the wall <laughs> How did I know you're gonna when say they that? sat down to discuss this. I would, you know... If you break the law, you break the stinking law. I mean, so they're going to talk to me differently yes. than they would to someone from the LGBTQ yes. plus community. Here's the ground rules. Actually, so what is our community? W. Yeah. What? That, see, this is my this is my problem with this too. Is that there's special treatment for a special group of people. Not everyone's treated the same. There actually is a policy, a five page policy on dealing. It's called interactions with, I don't even know what this means, T-I-N-G. I go, okay, it's transgenders, it's intersex, gender nonconforming individuals. Okay. Those people. Unbelievable. Here's, here's the interaction guidelines. You ready for this? This is, this is I, I'm telling you, this is, um, I have a whole new way of looking at the Northfolk Police Department. They they really on top of their game here. It's all about equality and uh, inclusion and fairness. When this is truly a definition of unfairness to treat somebody different, but here's some of the interaction rules. When an individual, this is a quote from the from the uh, the brochure. When an individual self-identifies as being a transgender person. Employees must not question their identity. What? Now, it, <laughs> it goes on to say. How would they question their identity? I, 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 They're going, I was speeding. My identity I, I, must be all screwed up. It's all messed up. 
you, you if self-identifies as being a transgender person, employees must not question their identity. Now, this is the police department. I just department. robbed that convenience store. My identity must be, must be all screwed up because I got caught. They did say, except for reasons, that the person's gender is being related to a crime. Uh, the gender is always related to the crime. Always! You're either a male or a female. That's how you identify the person. A five, six, seven, a five foot seven inch male ran out of the. That's how you well, identify them. What do you say? Them. A person five foot six inches tall, weighing three hundred and seventy eight pounds, a member of the LGBTQ community. <laughs> plus, I, I, this is the new policy for Norfolk. I kid you not. It's almost like a parody. It continues. In addressing or discussing a uh, uh, transgender individual, in other words, when you're talking to one, the police will use pronouns as requested by the individual. So I guess if the cops thinks you're a guy, walks up and says, this is obviously a male, sir, I would like you, excuse, that's going to interrupt the police officer and say, excuse me, I would like you to address me as a female. The cop will go, well, you're, you're dressed as a male. I mean, I, you want, and now the policy in Norfolk, Virginia is, you are forced to address them, and there are pronouns that they prefer. And what about the Because person, of the implication. What about the person who sucked in school that doesn't know what the meaning of a pronoun is? <laughs> you must what, the police use officer? pronouns. Oh, I well, see. Well, I, I only went through the fourth grade. I mean, wh- what about that person? You know, the, it, you better comply, officers. Norfolk Police Sergeant Craig Lovelace serves as a liaison between the LGBTQ plus community and played a key position in creating the policy. But he is a, a gay oh, of course. sergeant. So uh, I don't know what that's to do with he transgenders. He put this thing together. And... Transgenders aren't gay. Transgenders aren't, well, but maybe they is. are gay, but they call themselves trans. They act as a woman if they're a male. That's, okay, but go he, ahead. He go said, ahead. What's he said? Phew. I'm glad I got that off my chest because I'm gay. I mean, he essentially announced he was the gay sergeant. The policy was approved by the Norfolk City Manager on March 24th, taking effect through the entire police department. Good. So be, behave, officers. Watch those pronouns. Be careful with those folks. There is more Keep that your you will not feet. believe. There is more on this. I've got four pages of this. And some of this you're just going to go, Really? The Norfolk Police Department shouldn't be concerned about this, but they made it one of their top priorities, and their brochure and their pamphlet says, gives the most radical of suggestions that aren't suggestions. That's what they're doing. We'll share that with you next. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM 820, WNTW. Just the facts. Yeah, right. The Lee Brothers on 820 So the Norfolk Police Department is, uh, they're about inclusion, fairness, and transgenders. And they've actually lost their minds. You know, I used to think the police was more concerned about obeying the law, protection. They're now more concerned about how you identify and by the way, we've never let people say what they what they identify. We, 
If a person identifies as an alien from outer space, is the Norfolk Police Department going to have a policy for that? That's a gender. Okay, it is. That is a gender. At what point do we as a society say, we don't care what you think you are in your mind. What we care about is the truth. (laughs) That's a small little thing. I know it doesn't matter, but the truth matters. What we care about is what you really are, not what you think. Now, the Norfolk Police Department is more concerned about what people think they are. And if they stop you, tell them you're from the maroon, uh, the moon Miranda. Right. And uh, they'll put you in your own separate cell if you need to be locked up. And tell them you need your own special bathroom because people would really freak out if they saw you using the restroom since you're from the moon Miranda. So 454-1366, what do you think about this? And, and Richard's point is exactly right. They won't even put, in Norfolk, Virginia, if they arrest a transgender, they got to be in their own cell. I'll explain that in a second. But essentially what this policy is, is about it's, it's subjective and it's confusion. It's mass confusion for the police force. And what, if it wasn't broke, why did they try to Ex- fix exactly. it? Exactly. You know, they got a transgender issue going on. They got like more transgenders in Norfolk than do anywhere else, and they got to figure out what to do with this mess. Well, of they say not. they want no, more transgenders to come visit Norfolk. Here's the <laughs> here's the thing. They did say that Norfolk <laughs> has a naval base and some other things, a fishing pier, but it's not like Virginia Beach, and it's not like Nags Head, and it's not like Disneyland. So if someone was coming to Norfolk for a vacation or to visit or whatever, they're still coming to Norfolk, period. But the majority of people aren't going to say, oh, wow, this is that transgender city. I think we should get off the interstate and explore. <laughs> you think that's funny? Hh, you like that? I like it. I think the police are going to ride on by. That, hey, listen, the left thinks this way. The entire agenda of the radical left is about inclusion and diversity and stupidness like this. The fact that Norfolk Police Department is suckered into it doesn't surprise me at all. Here's another thing in their little uh, transgender manual. The police officer will not make assumptions about an individual's sexual orientation based upon an individual's gender identity or expression. No assumptions. Now, how are they going to police that? Oh, no pun intended. How are they going to make sure the police officer didn't make an assumption? And by the way, we all make assumptions. Are they gonna walk now it's the criminal. Window? They're going to say, sir or ma'am. I'm not making any assumptions here. You right. know, and sir or ma'am, can I see your driver's license? Here's some more. You want to I'm some identifying more? as a woman right now. Employees and police officers will not require proof of an individual's identity. You will not require proof of an individual's identity, except when legally necessary, which it always is. So if you're this driving with someone else's driver's license. This is ridiculous. Here, officer, uh, ma'am, this is a black male and you're a white female. That's my driver's license. That's an assumption, officer. You can't make You're assumption. assuming You're assuming that I don't sometimes, you know, morph into a black male. <laughs> this is preposterous. This is absolutely preposterous. Chief Joe in Williamsburg, you're on FM 92.7 and AMA 20 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Well, uh, gentlemen, I'm down in Norfolk, so the normal Uh-oh. channel that I pick you guys up on, I can't pick it up that here. I could get you out of a Richmond station. So, but uh, it sounds like you guys are talking about my favorite subject right now, our governor. <laughs> well, we're talking about Norfolk Police Department and their new transgender policy, which I guess the governor oh, okay. could be involved in that in some form or fashion. The governor probably <laughs> read it and said, wow, look at this. <laughs> He's we got to implement this, awesome. this statewide. I thought you guys were talking about the uh, election now, that now that he signed the law and in July we're no longer going to be required to identify who we are, so when we go vote, we can vote, you know, vote often, vote 
vote early vote often is according to the Democrats. Yeah, if but, they can, I can. Yeah. You know, this is amazing, Joe. You're right. Uh, the governor has signed uh, the. He's actually he's removed the voter ID law. <laughs> so I guess it doesn't matter who you That's are. You ridiculous. Can, you can vote uh, five times. Well, well, I wanted to touch base on uh, here and the Gestapo state of Virginia right now, as run by our, uh, you know, Heimer Kimmler's favorite dude, our governor. The, uh, and some people would say that's being uh, over the top, but it's really not because Hiram Kimmler started off as a chicken farmer, and he, look at what he wound up doing. So uh, that being said, I'm working on a cartoon. I'm not a very good artist or anything like that, but I find it amazing that this governor, and they're really showing that Democratic governors across the nation are showing their tyrannical streak inside of them now that they've had this taste of power that's been handed to them because of this so-called disastrous virus the tyrant that we have in uh, charge of richmond thinks it's okay to butcher children but he is so concerned about every potential loss of life to this advanced point. form of flu great point i i'm right i'm putting a, together a cartoon and eventually I, as soon as i get it worked together i will send it to you a child in utero sitting there dreaming wishing i call the cartoon i wish and it's going to project the child in the womb Wishing, I wish I could have the coronavirus, then maybe my death would count. Oh, I, I, I like that. Wow. That's really good, Chief Joe. I appreciate it. really the, is. I appreciate the comparison and the analogy. You know, we talked about this in our last show. He's a great guy. About how, how they're so concerned about not restricting anything in abortion as far as a waiting period. But they eliminated uh, a, a lot of the gun, um, or they restricted a lot of the gun rights. Why don't they quarantine all the pregnant women? What, what? They look at it like it's an illness. Oh, oh, I see. So exactly. why not quarantine? So it's a punishment with a baby? Is that what you mean? Chief Joe, send us, the send cartoon. us your cartoon, please. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. All right, so there's more on this Norfolk thing. I, I just need to go back to this, to this transgender uh, deal by Norfolk. If there's un- Listen to this. If there's uncertainty regarding the appropriate classification of the suspect's gender, supervisors will be consulted for further guidance. <laughs> I kid you not. This is the policy. So if there's Norfolk. a question, if the person themselves have no idea what gender they are, let's get a supervisor involved so that person can tell them male, female, alien. <laughs> That's insane. All right, then the, finally this. This is the most ridiculous thing. If you uh, arrest a transgender, they will be housed alone in a single cell. Now they get their own cell. This is not acceptable. And you know they're going to get their own restroom, and it won't be that stainless steel thing you see in all the TV shows either. It'll be probably a posh marble bathroom. What criminal? With the man in there with white gloves on handing out warm towelettes. What criminal doesn't want his own cell? From now on, you're arrested in Norfolk, Virginia. I'm identifying as a woman. I want my own cell, please. What if they have a run one weekend of crazy people, and they're going to have to... <laughs> Pack all the normal folks up, right? Exactly, and then put the transgender, the the, the the ones who claim they're not sure who they are, in their own cell. Insane. They're going to move some big burly guy, Norfolk, Virginia. You know, with big hairy arms that could snap you and have like a toothpick over to someone else, so you can have your own cell. Think all about right. that. You could cross his path one day. Coming up, a parole board here in Virginia let loose a cop killer. It's preposterous. We'll share that with you next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW.
Brothers, proclaiming liberty over tyranny on AMA 2070 MTW. There's a massive injustice. And I'm serious. This is a massive injustice. And quite frankly, Richard and I have been talking about this. It's preposterous. So here's the deal. In 1979, a 23-year-old police officer was brutally murdered by Lamont Martin, Vincent Lamont Martin. Shot four times in the head. In the head, point blank. In the head, point blank. He, Execution uh, style. He was quoted as saying it was either him or me. So he... So why didn't this man get the death penalty? He was set up for the death penalty, and it was rejected by the Virginia Supreme Court. So as most anti-death penalty people say is, I prefer life in prison. Okay, except in this case, he's out. The parole board, voting 4-0, to released Vincent Lamont Martin after after, uh, serving 40 years of a life sentence. Now, guess which political party they're affiliated with. I can only imagine. Now, they let this man back on the street, free. He's alive. He gets his life back after 40 years in prison, after brutally murdering a 23-year-old police officer who's on the force for one year. This guy should have been sentenced to the correct punishment, which is the death penalty, within a year of doing that. Instead, He should have been put to death. Of course. Swiftly, we should have an express lane like Texas. Instead, You're found guilty, and you get the death penalty. You get in line, and by sundown that day, you're toast. Now we have a parole board that 40 years later doesn't see the pain and suffering of the family and releases him. This is a travesty. Pathetic. It's unbelievable, and there's no recourse. Is there any chance they could have been wrong? No. No. Oh, that's right. No. I'll tell you what, you want a solution to this? Every Virginia parole board ought to have a family member on it of the I, victim. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, coming up, Obama and Biden. Those two, two peas in the same pod. We'll get that next. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820, WNTW. Oh, After 5:32, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee brothers. My the only name, two-headed talk show on the planet. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes it's far left. Is Richard Lee? All right, so let's have some fun here for just a second, because quite frankly, the last two segments have made me sick to my stomach. So let's go back to the uh, coronavirus, shall we? <laughs> and Joe Biden. Joe Biden, um, he cannot, he can't get through any interview. He can't get through any segment. He can't be asked any question without butchering it badly. He was on with Anderson Cooper this week, and his wife was beside him. It was a train wreck of biblical proportions, which makes me almost confirm even more there's no way this man will be on the Democratic ticket. Uh, especially after this statement, 
Here's what Joe Biden said this week about the virus. Well, I guess we were going to play There's the clip. There's more than one, one, you know, coronavirus. This, this, this COVID-9 is one strain of that. Well, there's that one. There's also oh. another one. It's called COVID-19, which is what we're dealing with. That's the one that's infected everyone, <laughs> the 19th strand. The 9th strand huh. hasn't made its way around yet. I wonder if it will be as racist as the 19th. <laughs> I, think, I think it's interesting that Joe Biden has said something that no one's picked up on. Is there a conspiracy that we're not aware of? Is there really a COVID-9 virus? There's more than one, one you know, coronavirus. This, there is. This, this COVID-9 is one strain of that. Well, we just, we're just flabbergasted. We had no idea. I think he just wanted to announce a virus because Trump got to. I wonder what people in the room do when he does that. Do people want to correct him? Like, if or, it were you and me talking, you said something like that. I'd go, Richard, you're, you're dope. You just missed it. Or you would worse, worse if I did it. You would destroy me on air in front of everybody. No, I'd wait for a commercial break. <laughs> no, you would not. You've shred, done it. I shred you. So so I wonder if when like that happens with people shredder. that they want to correct them. I wonder how many people want to say, sir, you said COVID-9. Is there something you need to tell America? I mean, I, did, did I Nobody questions them? it. Nobody it's, ever, it's, you know, ever. No one ever has stopped Joe Biden and go. He was talking to uh, Anderson Cooper in that. Is that right? Uh, that clip, I'm not sure. The one I'm going to play. I just wonder talking. whoever he was talking to, why they didn't say. That's my know, point. That's my point. No one has Mr. ever stopped. Mr. Vice it. President, it's uh, actually COVID-19. You, I understand you have the coronavirus, and I, <laughs> I get that. But and it's impacting you greatly. Now, we put a little montage together of uh, what we've been playing the last three or four weeks with Joe Biden. So here is just a, uh, a we kind of brought them all together in one little clip so we could have some fun with them. Here's here's Joe Biden at his finest. The case where we cannot let this we've never allowed any <laughs> the pandemic of 17 all the way around 16 six, second fiddle. There's more than one one, you know, coronavirus. This 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 covid nine is one strain of that. And uh, I, you know, but I, I think that. Uh, uh, you know, I I think if 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 there is an election, if there was an election, if people go, you know the you know the thing. This be called the Luhan virus. We have an opportunity, Chris, to do so many things now to change some of the structural things that are wrong, some of the structural things we couldn't get anybody's attention on. Everyone understands that the environment has impacted on this coronavirus what? and mounting evidence of that. Well, it seems to me that uh, it's a mistake. I think that uh, one of the things that is wrong is the bottom line. <laughs> Go, you know, the, you know the thing. Avoid that those very high numbers, we have to do at least several things. One, we have to uh, yes. depend on what the president's going to do right now. And first of all, he has to uh, tell, uh, uh, wait till the cases before anything happens. <laughs> Look, the whole idea is he's got to get in place things that we're shortages of. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. And uh, and Neil Smith, an old buddy, are you here, Neil? <laughs> Neil, I miss you, man. Go, oh, you know the you know the thing. If I was Neil Smith, I would probably <laughs> probably change my name. And or what do you think? You know, use my middle name or something, first of all. And the Luhan virus, yeah. it's a, a, it's a Wuhan them. virus. The best there one. is no COVID 9, right? The best one I thought would be was this one the one where he talked about the cure. We have to yeah. take care of the cure, that will make the problem worse no matter what. And okay, so that's interesting. So the cure is going to make the problem uh, worse, worse no matter what. We got so to everybody's care of the cure. about the cure, right. 
you could get sick for screaming about it. Yeah. Especially if you're a black or Latino. Right. But the but the best of Joe Biden was that one. You're right. uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you here, Neil? Yeah. So, I mean, I would hate to be Neil. Neil actually waved his hand and said, hey, I'm over here. And then Joe called him out and goes, I miss you, man. I Turn around, you. Neil. Show us all your butt. <laughs> that's, not, that's not helpful. <laughs> not, not comfortable. Kind of, I feel that's weird. probably what he said. All right. So, uh, oh, Biden. Oh, Biden. Now I'm doing it. Joe Biden. He called himself Obama. He does. He calls himself Obama. So Barack Obama endorsed Joe Biden this week. And the, the even the, though Joe took the O off of his name, right? He did. You know, it was Obama. Now it's O Biden and Obama. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be called Obama. There's a great video on our page uh, that's a new commercial about Joe Biden, and it's got Barack Obama in it. It's flat, hilarious. It's a great parody. You can find it at 92.7 FM, 820AM.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. There you'll find this hilarious uh, commercial of Obama endorsing Biden. But Obama got caught talking about other things than Biden. He began to talk about the Republicans. Here's that clip. One thing everybody has learned by now. Okay, so I love the start of this. We've Barack, all learned this. We've all learned it by now. And Barack Obama was mastered this when he was president. The assumption is everybody agrees with me, right? So th- that's, And none of us, nobody had a clue about this. Nope, nobody had a clue. Barack Obama figured it out on his own. And I think we'd be embarrassed to say we don't don't know this, didn't know it, and don't agree with it. Yeah, you'd automatically have to immediately say, oh, to we do agree with it. Yeah, you have, have to agree, agree with it. You look foolish. Yeah, so he- <laughs> <laughs> here's the rest of the clip. One thing everybody has learned by now mm. is that the Republicans occupying the White House mm. and running oh my. the U.S. Senate Holy smokes. are not interested in progress. Oh, no, they're, they're not. not. They're not interested no in progress. progress. Of course. We have the best economy the country's had, uh, let's Ever? say, Ever. <laughs> Stock market higher than it's ever been. Ever. And progress. Not interested in progress. Progress. Not, not interested in not progress. Not interested. We all and knew that. We all knew that, that Richard. The, uh, we all knew that. Now that the COVID-9 virus has shown up <laughs> on the screen, along with the COVID-19, and uh, we're going to call it the Wuhan virus instead of the Wuhan. You know, the problem is this guy should not be in the White House. It makes total sense to me. Even though it makes no sense to anyone, Obama will go down in history as the worst. I mean, he'll go down in history as president that sucked. <laughs> Colon, Barack Obama, because Biden took the O. All right, so we continue with Obama here. Is that the Republicans occupying the White House and running the U.S. Senate? Are not interested in progress. I like his I little chuckle there. I heard it too. I heard it too for the first time. Let's hear the chuckle. Are not interested in progress. <laughs> They're interested oh, that's so in funny, Obama. <laughs> oh, that's great, Obama. You you make me roll. No, you make it's just hilarious. All right, please continue. Are not interested in progress. No, what are they interested? They're interested in power. All right, that's stupid. Power. You know, we you know, want to feel the power. You know, just wrong. You're stupid. Exactly. Here's the deal. Barack Obama, if you looked at the Republican Party, they are dissolving power from the federal. You can't be a tyrannical leader or want power if you're dissolving it back to the states and the people, which is what Trump is doing and the Republicans. Now, you, Barack Obama, on the other hand, you were the one who was interested in power by grabbing uh, a part of the economy called health care and bringing it to yourself. 
If so, you're an Obama lover, can you honestly say things haven't been so much better right, since exactly. Donald Trump has become president? I mean, Barack Obama hurt this country big time. So he, uh, he continues. Let's hear the rest of it, please. They're interested in power. They've shown themselves willing to kick millions off their health insurance. Wait! Wait oh, a second. Really? No. Hang on. They've shown themselves willing to give millions the opportunity to pick their own health insurance and get rid of this you Obamacare this that sucks. I know so many people that signed up for Obamacare. The next year, the price almost doubled. The next year, it almost doubled again. And they were at the point where they could, they had to drop themselves off because they couldn't afford it. Hang on. I, I want to play this again for a second. I want just that part. Hang on. Listen. They've shown themselves willing to kick millions off their health insurance. I want to remind you of something. You know, that's Barack BS. Obama said. Barack Obama said you could keep your doctor. Barack Obama said yes, you could did. keep your insurance. They both were lies. He lied through his teeth. You want people kicked off insurance? You did that, sir. You absolutely did that. People had great health insurance, and they were kicked off because your big massive government came in and told them they had to do things they could not do. And they could not keep their insurance. They lost their insurance. They could not keep their doctor. They lost their doctor. You are a hypocrite. I know I know a lady. She was paying for her health care through the Obamacare system. Um, she lost her job because the economy was essentially sucking under Barack Obama. She lost her job, and she's still paying her premium. She had saved up a ton of money so she could survive in case the economy killed her job, which it did. As soon as they found out she was unemployed and paying that money out of savings, they kicked her retroactive back two months off of Obamacare. I thought Obama said Republicans did that. No. Oh, okay. no. All right. No. So, so Obama continues. His administration did that. Oh. That's a fact. Obama continues here. And eliminate pre-existing condition protections for millions more. Repeatedly, they've disregarded American principles of <laughs> rule of law and voting rights. What? And transparency. Voting rights. This guy, you wind him up and Vo the BS just flows. Voting rights. So now it's all voting rights? Basic norms. Oh, that previous administrations observed regardless of party. He is something else. Principles that are the bedrock of our democracy. Bedrock. So our country's future hangs on this election. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And it won't yes, be easy. Yes, it does. I'll agree with him there. The other side has a massive war chest. Yes, we do. <laughs> the other side has a propaganda network with what? little regard for the truth. You're so full of crap. Everybody are you kidding me? Little regard no, for the truth. Look in the mirror, dude. Democrats have eight of the ten richest American billionaires. They have Bloomberg, Bezos, Google. They have every single network TV station. They have CNN, the Washington Post, the New York Times, and every newspaper in America. And the Republicans have Fox News. And Obama's complaining about it. And people do not want to live under the rule that they lived under while Barack Obama was president. They don't want to live in that economy, in that stock market, in that health care debacle, they don't want to live like that anymore. I don't know. I'm just going to make it up as I go along. Exactly right. And, and I mean, Obama's some of the worst quotes. But not when I'm up in the House. I just want to remind people yeah. of this one quote that seals up Barack Obama. I don't want them punished with a baby. Yeah, there you go. That's who that guy is. Disgusting.
All right, coming up, um, liberals learned a lesson over this uh, coronavirus, COVID-9, as Biden called it. When they went to purchase a gun, the liberals learned something. Wait till you hear this story. And your phone calls are next. 454-1366, the Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Starting this Monday, April 20th, the Chris Plant Show will move to weekdays at noon. No need to rush, rush through your midday. Join one of the fastest growing talk radio stations in the nation, FM 92.7 and AM 820. Also starting Monday, April 20th at 9 p.m., the Dan Bonginjo. Bonginjo. Bongino. I cannot pronounce right. his name. It. I, it, Skip you know, it. Just call it the Dan Show. If I ever see him again, he's going to slap my face. Show joins the lineup of 92.7 FM and 8.20 AM. 454-1366. Phone lines are open. 454-1366. Bongino. Liberal, very good. Dan. Liberals. Got them both right. Are flocking to gun stores. Now, you wouldn't believe that, but they are. And they're flocking there because I guess they're starting to get a little concerned also. And they're learning a lesson. According to one indoor shooting range owner and gun store owner, he said, quote, they're shocked to discover they can't just walk out of the store with a gun. I love this story. Now, liberals. They, haven't they shut, are they shutting down all of the gun ranges? Right. Right. Unless you're places. renting the property from the state. Right. They're, they're, they're doing that in some cases. That's pathetic. So the owner of this indoor shooting range and gun store in California over the past 14 years, has never experienced a demand like he has now, except for the Obama rush in 2012. He said, we tried to look at just who is purchasing these new firearms, and we believe that more than 60% of these are individuals who never owned a gun ever. Or the Lee brothers. No, we've owned a gun before. Buying 60%. I wish we were buying 60%. He believes that 60% of the buyers have never owned a gun. I know. I think we should buy 60% of the guns being sold today. Oh, I see. He said, the the owner goes on to say, I can't describe the amount of fear in my staff as we had the buyer show proof of safe handling as part of the purchase. (laughs) Yeah, I can see him now. They got the gun all cocked upside down. He said, we've never seen so many barrels pointed at sales staff and customers. It was truly frightening. We had to keep stopping the process and give quick safety lessons. Liberal on aisle nine, liberal on (laughs) aisle nine. Here's what's interesting. More than a dozen of these buyers... Men and women actually thought that since they filled out and signed everything, they could just walk out and go home with the firearm. Several actually said they saw how easy it was on to buy a gun on TV and why they did they have to fill out these forms. You believe this? This is how the left yeah, is so it. blind and stupid. And now you don't have to show an ID so they can go in and fill out the, the form, put whatever name down they no, no, want. That's only for voting. That's only for voting. You have to show an it's ID to coming. get a gun. It's coming. The majority of these first-timers time, uh, first timers lost their minds when they went through the ammo law requirements. Most use language not normally heard in a gun range. We Unless, po- you know, you can tell the liberals from the conservatives. We pointed out that since no one working here voted for these laws, that maybe they, would, they might know someone who did. 
And maybe they should go back and talk to these people and tell them to rethink their position on firearms. <laughs> so perfect. I love how the no, left gets funny. caught in their own little that's own little funny. stupid web. The, the article goes on to say, the owner of this gun shop, most were very vocal about why it takes 10 days minimum to take their property home with them in California. They ask, why do I need to wait 10 days if I need the protection today or tomorrow? We pointed out again, there's no one working here, voted for the support of that law because liberals are ignorant. And I don't mean that nasty. They just, their emotions, they just don't think anyone should buy a gun. Then when they actually need one for protection, they can't get one and they're appalled. You would think California would be like 30 to 60 days. Right. It goes on to say, they really went crazy when we told them that for each firearm, they had to do the same amount of paperwork and could only buy one handgun every 30 days. Again, we told them we didn't vote for these laws. You idiots did. You leftist pukes did. You know, it was great when the liberals never really, you know, they're the ones who who uh, made fun of those who had firearms, like the one I'm carrying on my hip right now. I, I had a liberal one time tell me, wow, you must be really scared to places you go if you carry a firearm. And I, Nothing to do with that. I'm actually completely confident everywhere I, I go. I love going to those places. Yeah. I get fact, to use my firearm. Exactly. In those guys, I can. And the, the owner goes on to say, quote, we had people cuss at us. Well, that's definitely liberals. We had people cuss at us, stomp out, when we explained that secondary identification had to be part of the paperwork. Yeah, oh my, that man cussed me. I guess I better break the law. Not going to happen. You people, made the law, they're going to abide by it. People got mad. In California, you can't just use a driver's license. You have to have multiple forms of ID. So people got mad, cussed them out, and stomped out for demanding a secondary form of identification. Just bring a copy of your power bill in. They, now. they felt insulted. And that there wasn't good enough. We had a number of Yelp reviews calling us names and other things about how bad we are because the whole new buyer rush. Now, there's a certain part of me that takes a tremendous amount of joy and and excitement in reading you the story. Because I would love to have been there and see the left's reaction when they try to buy a gun. In Virginia, we don't have a 10-day waiting period. But we do have this one handgun a month that just got signed into law by Ralphie Boy last week. But they can. They can make you wait. They can. Yeah. If they decide to. If they decide they want to make you wait. They can. You're going to wait. They can make you wait 30 days in Virginia if they want to. So let me remind you. But they need room for the inventory coming in because they're selling so many guns. Maybe this will help the liberals rethink their policies. Maybe to help them to begin to think about the Second Amendment protections that God and, and this government has allowed for you to have. God endowed it upon you. The government enshrined it in the Second Amendment. You have a right to protect yourself, and that is being infringed against. And the liberals are figuring it out. They have now realized that every single law that is in place in the gun realm does one thing. It prevents you, the law-abiding. It doesn't prevent the bad guy. No bad guy walks into the gun shop with two forms of ID, waits 10 days for a firearm. The bad guys just get them. You, being the good guy, the cute little surfing peasant that the government's trying to protect, pats you on the head and tells you that you have to go through all these things. And you liberals 
voted for every bit of it. And then when it comes time for you to protect your family, yourself, you finally realize that the Second Amendment, when it said shall not be infringed, had a purpose. Isn't that funny? If I ran a gun store and a kid came in with his pants down and his underwear hanging out <laughs> and takes wants to see a handgun, picks it up and cocks it sideways and is looking at it with it virtually upside down in their hand with one eye, I think I'd make him wait 30 days. All right, your phone calls next. he goes somewhere else. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. Closing time. Check us out at 92.7 FM, 820AM.com. There you'll find a link. It's a link to the Lee Brothers. Can you believe it? Once you click it, it takes you to our page. There's the archive shows. There's a bio on who we are. We have a link. You might have an access to an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. You might be told what Virginia citizens and American patriots actually mean. All at 92.7FM, 820AM.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Also, there's a uh, two great videos there. One is Barack Obama's endorsement of um, Biden being ridiculed. It's actually it's actually quite funny, and um, and then two hilarious cartoons. It's all in light fun because I'm sick of the COVID nine. I'm sick of that one and COVID nineteen. I'm sick of both of them. Joe Biden has enlightened us this week about what COVID nine is, and um, we had no idea. We didn't That's know it existed. One that he kept secret because he was the only one that knew. Apparently. How does he know about the AR-14, too? I didn't even know there was an AR-14 gun. I didn't either. It must be a secret weapon. There's an AR-14. There's a COVID-9. He's a he's finding things that we didn't even know existed. I'm going to go out and try to buy an AR-14 Yeah, do that today, weekend. would you? Uh, let me know how that works I'm out I'm tell him Joe Biden. <laughs> exactly. I'll call him Joe O'Biden. Joe O'Biden. All right. Uh, archive. Really great America. Just reminder, tomorrow morning we'll be here again, 8 to 10. Well, not like literally here, but. A replay, a replay of, of the, the best of the Lee Brothers. No, it'd be this show Day eight to ten show. Saturday morning. Patriots at the Lee Brothers dot com and at the Lee Brothers is our Twitter account. Thanks for joining us this beautiful Friday. We hope you have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you next Friday right here on FM ninety two point seven and AM eight twenty. So get out and buy some guns this weekend. Yeah, if you got something you want to get rid of, call us. We'll come get them. Happy Friday. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the...